0: Wild apple is wild only like myself, perchance, who belong not to the aboriginal race here but have strayed into the woods from the cultured stock. From Henry David Thoreau, 1817 to 1862. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature in breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This almanac is for October 25th to November 1st, 2019, coming up on the new beaver moon. And here are some natural events. As October comes to a close, we feel the mythic stirrings of Harvest Home deep in our hearts, Deeper than shiny online recipes for pumpkin pie and apple strudel, deeper than grandma's courier and Ives calendars of harvest season, deeper than the Christian holidays of all saints and all souls, are the primal echoes of archaic times, of a profound understanding of the fleeting spiritual power in all of nature, in our dependence upon her for everything there's an ancient anxiety too about the coming cold season will mighty storms ravage us cruel ice freeze us or darkness and disease vanquish us will there be enough food for the lean months will we live or will we die Even to us moderns with our snow plows and smart speakers and supermarkets, these old spirits come a-calling. Beneath the garish masks, the jack-o'-lanterns, the zombie makeup, and the plastic skeletons rattling in the wind, we still feel the beat of the ancient autumnal dance of life and death. And here's a Field and Forest report. Apple picking proceeds with late fall and early winter varieties coming ripe these days. People ask, how can you tell when the apples are ripe? There are many clues for when it's time to pick, but first, you must pick one. If it comes off easily with a twist and doesn't have any leaves with it, and sounds like talk, talk, not tick, tick when you tap it with your finger, And if the seeds are dark and loose when you cut into it, and if, this is a big one, if it tastes sweet and not starchy when you bite into it, then it's ripe. There's a test that commercial operators use called the BRICS test, which uses an optical refractometer to test the sugar content of the juice. But your taste buds are just as good and may way more pleasant. Apples, uh, remember, are not as tough as potatoes, and they'll bruise easily if they're handled roughly. Even squeezing them too hard while picking can bruise them, so will dropping them into a bag or bucket. Gently, gently, that's the way to handle apples. And wild apples add their own touch of mystery to the season. Your commentator likes to sample them while walking along the roadside. Over here is one with red striping over a green background, still hard as a rock and not ripe yet at the end of October. Here's another one over here that is bright red with pink marbling through the flesh and so juicy that it runs down my chin with a rich intoxicating taste. Here's a saltwater report. Uh, Good news this past week that the Maine Lobstermen's Association is going to step up and negotiate with NOAA in an effort to reach agreement about possible further regulations on lobster gear to protect North Atlantic right whales. This is a hopeful sign in an era of polarization and gridlock. When fishermen and bureaucrats agree to sit down and talk to solve an environmental problem. We can all take heart. Suits meet rubber boots. You've got to love it. And here's some wild speculation. Suppose this model were to be applied more widely. Who might come to the table? Hunters and non-hunters? Natives and newcomers? Meat eaters and vegetarians? Liberals and conservatives? Fox News and Huffington Post? Republicans and Democrats, Sunnis and Shiites, Arabs and Jews, Christians, and secular humanists. The possibilities are just incredible. And that's why we call it wild speculation. So here's a rank opinion. Halloween has long been a time to wear masks and dress up like monsters, demons, witches, goblins, and go out and about in public. Children especially love to do this, and it's all in good fun because we know that underneath the masks are their sweet and innocent faces. Much more terrifying are adults who put on public faces of sweetness or innocence to cover the demons which are really lurking behind their smiling masks. And finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first from Annie Dillard. When we lose our innocence, when we start feeling the weight of the atmosphere and learn that there is death in the pot, we take leave of our senses. Only children can hear the song of the male house mouse. Only children keep their eyes open. And from Martin Luther, 1483 to 1546. Even if I knew that tomorrow the world would go to pieces, I would still plant my apple tree.